This is a special edition of Famous Lost Words. I'm Tom Jokic with Christopher Ward. Christopher? In light of the recent passing of Lisa Marie Presley at the age of 54, we have two interviews. One is with Lisa Marie from 2005, promoting her second album. She's very candid and personal during this chat with Roger Ashby and Marilyn Dennis. And as you can imagine, the whole thing is tinged with tragedy as she talks about raising her children and trying to live a normal life. The second interview is with Priscilla Presley a year later in 2006. Priscilla was promoting a line of linens, but Roger and Marilyn talked to her about everything from Lisa Marie to Graceland to the one book about Elvis that she would recommend. Both interviews are fascinating to hear. We start with Lisa Marie Presley from 2005. Please welcome our very special guest, Lisa Marie yeah. Presley is in the room. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to the morning. Yes, good morning. How are you doing in the morning? Okay? Um, you know, it's one thing to get up and talk, but then I have to sing soon. So I'm a little... And you know what? That is a true profession. You know, there are a lot of people that come in this room and they go, sorry, we can't sing. <laughs> you, we love. Oh, God. It's great. Thank that you. you. Do that. It's great to see you. You're on a whirlwind tour of media, I guess, for the next little while. I am. And then you'll be back in Ontario in May. You're going to play Casino Rama on the 12th of May. That's correct. I love this new CD, wherever it went. It's I over there. I, I hope nobody it. stole my CD <laughs> because I'm always. At least, yeah, 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 yeah. It's great, Lisa. Thank it's you. Really great. Thanks. Yeah. Now a lot of these songs were co-written with uh, Linda Perry. Yeah, I think six of them are something like that. Mm-hmm. Who's worked with Christina Aguilera and Pink and various other people? Cheap but, Trick right now. Was oh, that right? Yeah. <laughs> but you wrote you wrote the lyrics in all cases. All songs except for the two covers. Yeah. Yeah. And co-wrote one with someone, but mostly it's all me. Dirty Laundry, of course, is the hit single. That's a Don Henley song. And then the other cover is Hidden on here. It's it's uh, the last track, and it's Ramon's song. Correct, yeah. Tell us about your, uh, <clears throat> your association with Johnny Ramon. Well, he was one of my, my closest friends, and, um, like, I don't know, about five years ago, he picked that particular song for me to sing on a Ramon's tribute record where all of his friends were doing covers. And I didn't get a chance to do it because my record was coming out in... Um, Anyway, as he, you know, he was battling cancer, and I spent a lot of time with him at the end, and I told him, you know, one day in the hospital, I said, okay, I'm going to do this, <clears throat> and um, I'm going to do the song, you know, and then he, you know, his eyes lit up, so I, I, you know, had basically made a promise, and he was happy about it, and then he was going to, he was actually going to play on it, and um, he sat, you know, he was said, as long as I sit down, and stuff like that, so we were setting it up. Anyway, the day we laid the track, he died, but mm-hmm. um, Steve Jones stepped in and played which was cool, and he's yeah. also a good friend of his. So. Yeah. Now, uh, I wanted to ask you, you're, you're 37 years old, or you're going to be 37? I'm oh, 37 you are 37, already, right? yes. Okay. <laughs> so your first CD came out two years ago when you were 35 years old. Right. And when your father was 35 years old, it was 1970, and a lot of his career had already passed him. Right. Uh, why did you wait so long? I've, I've always wondered why you didn't get into music earlier. Well, I think that... Ultimately, I had other things I was focused on, um, i.e. my children. You know, I had two kids. so, mm-hmm. And I knew that I'd have to really put myself completely into this when I did it. So I waited till I was, you know, damn ready, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, really ready to, to focus and dive in. Were you a little nervous about it, thinking of the, the comparisons that might be drawn? You know, I don't think I realized how much that would happen beforehand. I mean... Really, my focus was on, you know, my own music because I'm just a music fan. And I thought, and music's always had such a profound effect on me that I thought that if I could do that for others, that'd be great, mm-hmm. which is my purpose. But, um, I, and so I tried not to think about that. But in the end, you know, it does happen to some degree. But mm-hmm. I did get a really good fan base last time where I know that that happened. So, um, 
that night. So that kept me going, sort of. Good. Good. Well, what are what do you kids think <clears throat> of uh, mom and her music and her writing and? <clears throat> God. How old are the kids now? Riley's how old? Riley's 15, yeah. and my son is 12. Yeah. Wow. So they, um, what do they think? I think they think it's weird, cool, but weird. <laughs> because I'm a mom, you know, I'm yeah. so much their mother that it's probably really weird for them to see me doing yeah. what but I do. Cool. I'm sure they're very proud of you. That, that's fantastic. Yeah, they're proud. Yeah. Roger, Rick, and Marilyn with Lisa Marie Presley, yes. our special guest. I think a lot of people are um, mixed up and confused as to what you actually did with Graceland. You didn't sell Graceland. No, I did not. No. No. That was, you know, there's two separate companies. There's Elvis Presley Enterprises and the Elvis Presley Estate. So the estate is is the house and all of his things. Basically what happened was we diversified and merged with someone and reinvested into a bigger company so that it can go and we can take it to much bigger and better places with the help of someone else. You so know? this is the marketing of, of your father's likeness and, and promotional products and things? You know, it's name, likeness, image, but I still own 15% of that. We sold 85% of that, but, in, but see, the money that came from that went right back into preferred stock into a bigger company where he's now buying all kinds of other stuff and putting it... Together, and he can take it, you know, he's got the means to take it to, to do, we do. And my mother's on the board, mm-hmm. and I'm very much involved, and we're still very there, and we have control over what he does. So right. basically, it was just a merging and a diversification. But That's good. it was such a complicated deal that people thought, you know, they didn't understand it. So they went, ah, sold Graceland, and yeah. I was like, what is happening mm-hmm. here? You still I, got the 13 acres <clears> in the <throat> house, and, and there will still be tours. And all of his things and everything, all my things, everything's still in there, and, you Excellent. know. The thing is, is that we still, the, the beauty of it was that we, we merged um, and got the help and we have the, the assistance of that, but we also still have control, so that's great. it worked out well. Oh, we like went that. to Graceland, uh, the we four did. of us the here in the room. We did, the four of us went to Graceland. We <laughs> went to Graceland about 10 years ago. Yes, we did, yeah. And, of course, they wouldn't let us upstairs. Is there ever going to be a time when you can when you can tour upstairs? Was somebody living upstairs? I don't think so, no. No, no one's upstairs. No. Mm-mm. No. Not at the time, though. Wasn't there <clears throat> somebody living upstairs? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. So that will remain private. Yeah, that'll always be shut. Okay. Your childhood was a little bit different than the, the normal childhood. Right. And you're an only child. Right. And did people, when people say to you, when they talk about your childhood and how different it was, did, did you feel that it was different because it was the only childhood you knew? Right. I don't think I knew, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. I didn't know any different. I, I'm an only child. People say to me, don't you miss having your brother or sister? And I always say, no, because I, I never had one. How could I miss having one? Right. So that childhood would have seemed relatively normal to you. Right. Yeah, I think it, you know, the only time I question is when people look at me and are like, you know, telling me the things that I did when I was younger, the type of lifestyle I grew up in in such an odd way, you know, mm-hmm. and then that makes me think about it. But at the time, I didn't think about that. And in one of the interviews I read, it said, I think I would quote you saying you were a, a, a forlorn child, that you didn't have a lot of friends when you were really young and you spent a lot of time in your room. Mm, I was pretty, yeah, music was, I had like a little, one of those 45s, you know, and I just sit and play records a lot. But. Yeah. 70s yeah. music, Roger. She loves 70s yeah, music. Even then, yeah, <laughs> it was. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> but you know, so it's you. it was interesting because we saw that Oprah interview. I mean, who didn't? That was a great interview. You just told me that you're very comfortable, and that was really great to see you in that light. Thank you. Um, and the fact that it was not unnatural for you to be playing at Graceland and seeing people hanging off the wall, right? You know, fans. You know, that was normal to you. Mm-hmm. Which is now, which makes me think when you got married, you got married at a very young age. And you had two kids. Did you decide when you're going to bring up these kids, this is the way that you were going to keep them out of the limelight, that your purpose was to protect them as much as you could because of the upbringing you had? Well, to some degree, yes. I mean, I, I don't 
I make sure that they have a very as much of a normal life as they can have. They have, you yes, know. Yeah. But um, you know, I just kind of knew early in my life that I needed to have. I just got that, you know, maternal mm -hmm. instinct to want to have children because I knew. I don't know. I somehow had an idea I'd be good at it, you know, because it gets the focus off of me. <laughs> And I'm, you know, responsible for somebody else. Well, you must be good at it because they're not in the tabloids. No, they're, they're well, doing good things. Occasionally, like, Riley will get it when she's shopping. But, you know, yeah, yeah. there's really high, there's a couple high-profile stores in L.A. You just either go to because you want to be photographed or you try to get in and out of. But she gets it a couple times. Yeah, yeah. And your mother kind of gave you a normal childhood, too, didn't she? Like she did. Your dad was giving you all these gifts and doing all these wonderful things for you. And she, she kept you grounded. <laughs> yeah, she would put the hammer down. <laughs> <laughs> That's Lisa Marie Presley with Roger Ashby and Marilyn Dennis in 2005. Okay, now we jump forward a year to 2006 when Priscilla Presley dropped by our morning show in Toronto to promote her new line of linens. But she was also very happy to talk about so much more than that. Once again, Roger Ashby and Marilyn Dennis. What an honor to welcome to the room Priscilla Presley. Hey, Priscilla, welcome. Wow, pleasure to meet you, yeah. and uh, you were just saying you've never been to Toronto before. No, I have not spent any time here at all in Canada. I'm embarrassed. I'm learning a lot. I was uh, with my group here, and we realized when we came in on Monday, you were celebrating your Thanksgiving. That's right. Yes. And I thought, oh, we celebrated Thanksgiving. I'm going, oh my gosh, this is not okay. How did this happen? This will be an <laughs> educational journey yes. for you. That's really great. Your daughter was here, what, within the last year, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she was, yeah. Her, yeah, her she lovely girl. It. She yeah. loved it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, she's on tour actually right now in the States. Is she? Yeah. She's wow. back on the road again. Her and career is doing well? It is doing well. Yeah, good. Yes, yes. Good for her. And you're on tour? I am. I'm for making some appearances here. I just uh, launched a linen line here in uh, Canada. I'm in uh, Australia and England, and now we're um, launching here in Canada. And it's uh, I, I can't wait to have um, people come to the appearance and see what I have to offer. What made you get into this? As if you haven't been in enough stuff. <laughs> Fragrances and all well, sorts of things. You know, I think in life, if you don't have... You know, if you don't have um, dreams and passions and things that you'd like to fulfill, I think, you know, life really doesn't, it comes to a stop, and that's the last thing, you know, mm -hmm. I want. I, I have so much I, I'd like to do. And Linz has been uh, something I've wanted to do for a long, long time. Well, you've done so much. You know, I was, I was yeah. reading through some material, and I, when I read it, I, I, I recalled it all, but television, uh, you have your own line of fragrances, books movies. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've done so much over the years. And, <laughs> and now you're working on uh, a remake of The Party? Yes, yes, which is taking forever. Um, I had, I think, you know, to be a producer in Hollywood, it has to be a hobby. You cannot do this as a job mm. because no. it takes a long time. You know, when you have a great director you want to work with or, you know, a studio or a writer, you know, you have to bring everybody together at the same time and everybody's mm. busy. But yeah. we are doing a, a remake and uh, it's coming along slowly but surely. Well, that should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So but, your your stuff is available. Your wonderful line is available at the Bay and HBC. Mm -hmm. What would you say your your style is? What, what would, it's a it's classic. Have the sheets at Graceland been changed now to accommodate the new line? Uh, you know, what's in Graceland stays in Graceland. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Graceland, yeah. I wanted to ask you because uh, I want to ask you about your involvement, your continued involvement, because a couple of years ago there was a sale of the licensing. Mm -hmm. Can you explain? Mm -hmm. I know there was a lot about. Um, I guess the press jumped to conclusions and said that Lisa had sold, you know, Graceland, which was not true. We did not sell Graceland. Lisa, it is hers. The grounds are hers. The plane is hers. It's just the licensing. 
we of wanted, the merchandise. Yes, of the merchandising and growing. We wanted to expand, and we had taken it as far as we could as mm-hmm. a private company. Mm-hmm. And where there was just a need for us to, to grow. And so we partnered with the Silliman Group CKX, and we also were looking for a great partner, my goodness, for about five years trying mm. to find that person that we felt could take us to the level where we needed to be. You know, Elvis is popular all over the world, mm-hmm. and many people can't come to Graceland and can't, you know, do the things that we're so fortunate in being, you know, in America and, and having Graceland there. So. He's more popular than ever. Yeah, he is more popular. It's kind of the blueprint yeah. for other legends mm. and how they, they do their merchandising. It's it's amazing because you're so successful mm-hmm. and so deliberate with the decisions that you make absolutely yeah. and we're still very much hands-on and it's you know it's our baby and yeah and we mm-hmm. you know so finding this partner and with ckx uh, it's just it's been great because yes. you know i'm on a i'm on an emotional side trying to make mm. sure that you know it's done in the way that that we all know uh elvis and um what he would be you know i mean he, he would be very proud to know that he wears in mm. other areas meaning other countries and giving other fans a chance to to know who he is in a very well, good way what was it like when you were younger to live through that hysteria mm. to be My part gosh. of that gosh it was a definitely a you had to adapt to it you really couldn't think about it you were just so caught up in it that you had to just you know i, I learned a lot it was mm-hmm. living in rock and roll in the business of rock and roll and being with elvis presley was a you know a lesson in itself it was a lifelong experience mm-hmm. in uh, education and finding your own keeping your own identity mm-hmm. while going through all of that. I think that's the hardest thing is mm. that you're lost. You know, you really don't have one and you're trying to find yourself, especially when you're young. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't change it for the world. I think, you know, I got to meet a lot of great people and I had a life lesson that I don't think you can get anywhere else, that's for sure. One picture that I'll never forget is uh, you and Elvis walking out of the divorce court mm. holding hands. Mm-hmm. I don't think that happens very much in Hollywood. No. In fact, the judge said he'd never in his life seen it or had a divorce. It was looked like we were having a marriage and not a divorce. Oh, and he it's... said, are you sure you want to do this? We were holding, our hand, holding each other's hands yeah. in front of the judge. But, you know, we had, we had a, it wasn't out of uh, dislike or hate we were divorcing. No, it right. was just because the lifestyle and I had a daughter and it was very difficult. It was a very difficult time. And um, but we maintain our friendship and we maintain our care and love for each other. You know, Priscilla, there's so many biographies written. You've wrote one, Elvis and Me. So many uh, movies, uh, t- uh, t- you know, television movies. Um, what is the what is the one thing that you say that's it's not true? Oh my gosh, you know, I'm I don't, sure there's a list of them. But yeah. what's the one thing that we think that it's it's the mm. way it was and it's not? You know, it's difficult with that because it's when you and someone else is writing the story and who never lived the story. Mm-hmm. That's the most difficult thing. They never lived the story, and they get it from somebody else, or they read other books and they put their own twist and concept to it. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I just have a really hard time, and not just myself, but the whole family, with other people that really weren't around and said they were around. And, and even even mm-hmm. some of those who were around who took full advantage <laughs> yes. of the situation to publicize True. themselves and make money from it. True, yeah. exactly. So, you know, I guess that's, you know, part of human nature. Um, it's That's been tough because, you know, you wonder who's writing a book now and who's, who's mm-hmm. the, you know, you'll hear stories about, oh, guess who's writing a book. I, I, I'm going to plug one book, though, that's really good. It's um, by Jerry Schilling. He just released a book called um, um, Alice, uh, My Best Friend, or... The title isn't that terrible, but anyway, my daughter and I read it and were blown away by it because his perceptions, 
his um, concepts and his life. He was like a brother to me. We grew up together at Grace. What was his relationship with Elvis? Well, he worked for Elvis. He was very young and uh, knew Elvis when he was quite young in Memphis. He grew up in Memphis. So mm-hmm. he wrote a wonderful book, a very touching book. So, so it's a good one to get. It's a good one to get. Yeah. You know, but yes, there are those that were in the group um, that has a very distorted and and um, spiteful in many mm-hmm. ways mm-hmm. because there was a lot of bad feelings during that time. Did you get along with the colonel? I did get along with the colonel. Did you? Colonel, I mean, you know, colonel did his job, and there's been a lot of um, controversy about the colonel. I pretty much stay out of it because I, you know, I saw some good and I saw some bad. Mm-hmm. So I don't really feel that I can really pass judgment. Who did the best impersonation of Elvis? Oh, you know, I got asked that the other day. Did you? Yeah. I thought Kurt Russell did a good job. Kurt did do a good job. I was pleasantly surprised with Kurt. You know, when they said that he was going to play Elvis, I didn't see it at all, Mm -hmm. but he just transformed himself. That was quite a few years ago. Every year in Collingwood, Ontario, about a couple of hours north of Toronto, is the Elvis Festival, and it's Mm -hmm. a world-renowned festival. It's huge. Amazing impersonators. There there are some amazing... And I think you've got a play here I've never seen that I've heard about that is the story of Elvis, and that's a, um, a guy who... Who um, has been in playing Elvis for a long time in this play? And okay. He's supposed to be quite good. I, Boy, if he way, heard that, he'll be thrilled that yeah. you said that. <laughs> we just checked the name of that uh, Jerry Schilling book is "Me and a Guy Named Elvis." Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, Priscilla, it's been great to yes. meet you. Well, thank you. I hope uh, your listeners will come to the uh, the store and, yeah. and um, see what I have to offer. And, and by the way, congratulations on all your charity work. Yeah, too. really oh, good thing you doing that charity work. Thank and I bet you President Bush really liked that tour of uh, Graceland. You know, he did. did. You know, it, did you let him upstairs? Because we're not allowed upstairs. <laughs> no, 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 no one no. goes upstairs. Not okay. even the president. Okay. But uh, the prime minister was actually wonderful. Uh, I can't remember. How do you say his name? Uh, please. Just okay. the prime minister. <laughs> the prime minister of Japan. Yeah. Oh. Yes, oh. that's right. He oh, he's was, a huge yes, Elvis fan. He was right. singing. Yeah. He made he made it for all of us. He truly was sincere. Yeah. And a Kozumi, I think. Bo- yes, yeah. Kozumi. Yeah. He was born on the same day as Elvis. So oh, oh so all him. that connected. <laughs> yeah. But it looked like you had a lot of fun. Oh, and... He was great. I mean, he he knew every song. He was he was singing. We'd go down in all the rooms, and he'd burst out in another song. I want you. I need you. I love you. He started singing. I mean, Hound Dog. But I think the cutest thing is to hear. It. Japanese singing an American song, especially Elvis, yeah. and it was just you know we were captivated by him. He was Elvis great. would have been proud. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved that. Priscilla, it's a pleasure yeah. meeting you. Thank you very Thank you. much for coming in. I know you got a very busy schedule.